0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to This Board Game Life, episode number 64. <laughs> I'm a little slow today with uh, with the stuff here. Um, my name is Rob. I am one of your fine hosts for today. And with me, as always, I got my good buddy, Mark.
1: Hey, Rob, how you doing? And hello to the listeners. It's 2024. Hello. Can you believe it?
0: 2024 and speaking of 2024 the title of this show is most anticipated in 2024 so that gives you a hint about what we're going to talk about in a little bit (laughs) but um yeah it's uh i can't believe that 2023 is already in the books it seems like it went by super fast even though it did When I think about it, there was like a lot of stuff that happened in between, you know, lots of good times, lots of events. Gen Con, right? Oh, yeah. The days when we were down in Indy. And man, that was even like, so how long ago was that? That was
1: August 1st.
0: Like, yeah, almost five months ago. Yeah. So time flies when you're having fun. Yes. That's (laughs) for sure
1: what happens when you're playing bunches of games
0: exactly oh it uh time warps
1: and what i I forgot to tell you this what's that so i when i was looking at my stats for the year i realized i was like my gloomhaven numbers don't look right and it was because a couple of times i had put it down as like two rounds Cause we played like two different campaigns or two complete missions, if you will. And it only tracked it like one play. So I had huh? to go back and correct that into you all of those. To. I had, had to, and it bumped my numbers up a bit. <laughs> so I, I ended up at 393 plays on the year at 145 different games. I gained like three more plays Nice that were not that were just not tracking the way I like it to track. So I like, you know, because in the in the stat app, if you put like, you know, say you're playing something quick, like six nymph and you're like, oh, you played it like two or three times and you say, oh, we, you know, you put it in there like three plays or or you did three rounds. Well, it tracks it as like a single play. So Mm -hmm. I have to put one one round every time I play. That way I know how many times I actually played a game. So <clears throat> I got three more bonus games there out of the year.
0: Very nice. So so it's you know your your playing of games in itself was gamified. Exactly. Which is a beautiful thing.
1: It is. Everything is so, a game.
0: So wait. Should you even count that? <laughs> the gamification Ooh. of counting or uh, tracking your gameplays? Huh. That's something to think about.
1: <laughs> I got to answer the phone. Go Keep us busy.
0: Keep going. Keep going. All right. So here, I'll start off with uh, what I've been playing so far uh, this year. Uh, it's been... So we're talking right after like right now it's just a little bit after uh, new year's so a lot of uh family holiday stuff for me um a lot of uh busy times I haven't quite had a whole ton of time to play games but uh, uh during a, uh, a christmas event that's a little bit later than normal uh, it was actually two days ago Got in a couple of games of no thanks. So, when I go to like holiday stuff, I used to bring games. I'd always have them in the car because you always have hope, right? You always have hope that you can get people to play with you. It's like, hey guys, (laughs) I just happen to have a game. We're bored. Let's play a game after we've all had our dinner. So, um, I've since. Stopped bringing big games, big boxes, because that would usually lead into like a little bit of a mania, right? So it's like maybe I'll bring like, I don't know, Azul. And then, well, this person likes this kind of stuff. Maybe, you know, they like cars. So it's like, you know, maybe I'll bring Thunder Road. And then, you know, instead of bringing just one game or two games, something that's manageable, you wind up bringing five or six. And in the end, most of the time, you probably play none (laughs) anyway. Uh Um, Because they're like, board games? What do you... (laughs) a nerd or something i don't know but uh so uh what i've been doing lately is i'll just bring like a couple of card games i mean they're discreet i can just leave them in my jacket i don't need to go out to my car especially like you know it's it's cold outside now it's like snowing right now it's it's supposed to be a pseudo snow apocalypse right now and we got like an inch of snow when uh my son was showing me on Apple weather that it was gonna be nine and a half inches. <laughs> they were like nice. eight and a half inches off, but <laughs> uh yeah, but uh, well, I guess if they say it's uh one inch, that doesn't get the clicks <laughs> right, and the ad revenue of nine and a half but but anyway, um yeah, so. I wound up bringing uh point salad, uh, over to, uh, my family event and, um, no thanks. We, we've played point salad before, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, didn't get that to the table this time. And we just played a little bit of no thanks, which, uh, surprisingly went well. Um, you know, a bunch of older folks that aren't used to playing games, um, regularly or at all really and um you know it was a little confusing at first because have you taught your mom no
1: thanks yes
0: yeah so she's really good at it too oh nice but you know it's like when you're first getting into it like people don't get it like they don't you know they're like how am i supposed to build the card decks you know in the like i'll call it the tableau in front of you It's like, how am I supposed to do it? And I, what, you know, make runs of them? And uh, scoring, what? (laughs) How does that work? And it's like, it blows their mind. And it's like, just play it. (laughs) But but the thing is, uh, you know, once everybody gets it, it it turns out to be surprisingly fun. And, you know, the games can go rather quickly. And, uh, you know, it's always a good thing when people are like, yeah, let's play again. So that's much better than, Hey, uh, I'm going to go lay down on the sofa
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: watch TV and watch TV or something. But, uh, yeah, I think that was, that was, uh, about it for me. I, I did do some, I had mentioned that I was going to do the Oniverse games. So, um, I was doing some messing around with those and, um, uh, I'll be prepared to talk about those. Maybe I'll commit to doing it next show. I'll do the first batch. And um, yeah. um, Yeah, actually, the the thing about uh, Onirim, which is the first in the series, is that I have the original Z-Man print run of that, which comes in the same size box as, um, like, uh, No Thanks. You know what I'm talking about? So like six nymphs, no thanks. You know, uh-huh. that little that little flat box that's a little bit bigger than a deck of cards. And yeah. uh, so after that um they switched to this like bigger rectangular box, which has a lot more room inside, and uh it's starting to bug me now that I have the original version and it doesn't mm-hmm. match the rest. So I, it actually crossed my mind. Should I get the new version? <laughs> Just so it matches. But Oneirim has like a what I'll call a shuffling problem for me, where it's like you wind up shuffling the cards like a million times. So I sleeved all my cards to make shuffling easier. And since they're sleeved, they definitely don't fit in that original box anymore. <laughs> so
1: I do not find sleeved cards easy to shuffle.
0: Oh yeah. I find yeah. them a lot harder. <laughs> no, no, what you do is like you you split the deck in half, okay, for example. And depending on the sleeves, like I really liked the um, the Fantasy Flight uh pr- I'll call them premium air quote uh sleeves. They were rather rigid. They're not like flimsy like cellophane or like okay. Like some of them are like really thin. They were very thick. And you can just, like, push them into each other. Does that make sense? So you you take each deck, and you kind of, like, put them side by side, and you can just, like, push them into each other because the sleeves kind of, like, go in between each other. And, okay. Uh, yeah, so it's just a matter of just splitting, push them into each other, split, push. So you don't have to, what, riffle, uh, shuffle them or anything like that. And... Yeah. Uh, it helps me with sleeving, but yeah, onirim is like, it's a, it's a shuffling. It's shuffling madness. You have to keep shuffling this deck all over. Maybe this is a spoiler of what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> <I> talk about <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have gone into my little mini rant here. But uh, but anyway, enough of that. So what have you played?
1: Um, I got some more Gloomhaven in. Um, our group after the holidays is Got restarted again and um i actually have retired a character um i was the oh what 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 was i (laughs) okay drawn a complete blank at the moment um gloomabin let me look it up real quick (laughs) completely i was the spell weaver that's what i was and um we ended up i had a a card that said, you know, once you complete four boss scenarios, you're going to retire your character. So, just as that character was starting to get good, I had to retire it. Um, but I've got—I'm now playing as what's called the Doom Stalker, and oh boy, I really like this character. Oh, nice! <laughs> just, <clears throat> it's still a ranged character like Spellweaver was, but I can put—basically, um, I can doom enemies and like basically. Um, when I mark them, then everyone else that attacks them, like there's all these different things it does. Like they'll either take damage at the start of their turn or everyone else gets plus one damage to them if they attack them. And I'll, I'll you know, or if they die, then every, all the enemies around them take plus three damage when they die, it's, things like that. And it's really cool. I really like the the Stalkers, So um, it really kind of like just, in, I've only played one game with it, with that character. And it was just like, Oh man, I'm in love. This is I love this character. I can't wait to play more. <laughs> so, super fun.
0: Nice. Um,
1: I played Welcome to Your Neighborhood, but we played the Winter Wonderland theme. I'm not sure if you're aware of these like I guess you could call them expansions. Okay. It's a you still use the cards from the original game, but you get a new pad of paper that you write on and it comes with. um, This one had a like one card that explained like how you played. Differently. It added Christmas lights. And there was a way that you could make Christmas light strings. um, Between the houses and, but it depended on how you numbered your homes. And then there was three new, um, oh, what are they called? Um, there's like those bonus cards, those challenge cards or whatever that sit out. And like the first one to get that one complete gets, uh, I think they're called contracts, I believe and the first person to get it done gets like 10 points or whatever. And then you flip the card over and everyone else gets like half the amount of points if they're able to complete that contract. So it has three new cards with that um, fitting the theme. And it was fun. It was a nice little twist on that. Um, Got to play some more planet unknown. um, And I also played some more kingdom builder. So um, one of my buddies brought, so I, I remember I told you in our last show, that I played this. Um, I think I, oh, maybe I didn't. Oh, maybe I didn't was go back. Was it the last enough. show?
0: Or I think.
1: Actually, I don't think. was
0: it when we were talking.
1: Oh, it wasn't. It was when yeah. we were talking. Oh, yeah. I've, I played more games than uh, I have on my list. <clears throat> That's right. I was talking to you, not on the show. So I played, I got to play Kingdom Builder for the first time on New Year's Eve. And, um, then one of the other guys in our group actually has the game with a bunch of expansions and stuff. And so I was like, Hey, can you bring that to game night? And he's like, absolutely. So we had like a full group of six people oh, playing wow. it and boy, was it different than when it was just two of us. <laughs>
0: oh, that's so, right. Cause yeah, I remember you were, you made that comment about
1: so, when it was two. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do. <clears throat> Excuse me, I do like the game. It is uh and I think I'll probably be asking him to to bring it um again probably sometime soon. So, looking forward to playing more of that. Um got was, to play Was Casc- it
0: more was it more challenging with people in your way?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, yeah like I only ended up with like one of the um those little bonus tokens that you get okay. that you try to grab as quick as possible by time by time it came around to me again it's like there's none left or what was left someone had circled completely so no one could get to it to get the second one yeah i was like rude
0: i know <laughs> so, yeah
1: yeah it um it was definitely uh played very different so um really neat game for being like it's interesting cuz like there's really not a lot to it but yet there is, if that makes any sense.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's not complex, but there's still interesting decisions. Like
1: it can be yeah. complex, <laughs> well, it can, but it can be based on what people are doing. Like so, yeah. It's you 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 flip a card and you put three settlements, your three little houses, on on that matching landscape. That's it. Like yeah. that's the game in, in its basic form.
0: And they have to but, touch.
1: Like, yeah, and they have to touch continuous. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like the with the different like getting the three different cards, it's like, okay, here's your goals you're trying to do in this game. And they change every game because there's a bunch of different goal cards. But um, and then the bonuses, like, do you want to run it out quick? Are you try, you know? Uh are you wanna trying to max your points? What are other people doing? Are you gonna block someone? Are you you know, there's just there's so much um like strategic strategery, like to say, going on sure. in this game. So that's where it's like the game is easy to play, very easy to learn. Mm-hmm. But I think learning it to play it from that strategic viewpoint it's like chess like thinking several moves ahead you know chess is not a hard game to learn but it can be very hard to play depending on who you're playing what their level is and that's the thing like the, the you know that's why i'm saying it can be a hard game from that aspect of you you really need to think several moves ahead and you can't really do anything. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to go here. You have one card. It's like, I'm going to go here. This is all I can really do. By the time it gets around mm-hmm. to you, the, the board's changed. It's like, hmm, okay, <laughs> now what? <laughs> so it's it's really cool. I really do. I dig it. I really like it. Nice. So, um we also played Cascadia Landmarks. Um, so glad to get, I got to play that a couple of times this past week. Um, I really enjoy Cascadia. Uh, the landmarks is adds a really kind of a neat aspect to it and some additional ways to score. Um, it can complicate, <laughs> I think, a little bit. It can be, um, it's great. It, it, it adds two more players, so you can now play six, which we did this last Wednesday. And um, it played really well. Um, but again, when you've got six people, it's like, oh, there's my fish. You know, it comes out, you know, after you take your tiles, and then there's the fish that comes out that you wanted. It ain't gonna be there by the time you get back to you with six people. (laughs) Yeah. So that that's the tough part about having more people in the game. But it played real well. The landmarks add some kind of a a unique uh scoring options and um the, the the group is still out on whether it's beneficial to use those or not. Um, they're kind of, they're interesting because they really make you kind of figure out, do I want to take this? Is it going to benefit me to place this landmark as opposed to one of the animals, which I'm scoring? You know, which one's going to do me better? And um, some of the landmarks, I think, aren't very good in the score category they they're not really going to benefit you a whole lot but then others can depending on how you play your tiles um so it's 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 really cool um and it does fit uh into the base game it just it just merges right in with the base game um you don't have to play with the landmarks so the landmarks basically have uh, these little wooden components that have the landmarks on them, and then and then there's some cards, and you could just not play with those and play the base game with all the additional tiles. It adds a bunch of more tiles and stuff like that, but um, and some new uh, scoring cards. But you you can play that just like the base style if you want with six people. So that's that's really nice the way it works out. <clears throat> um, I did complete. Okay, before I get to this, let me save this one for last. Um, I played some Skulking, um, more dice cards. I did get to play Sagani some more, which um, is a new favorite of mine. And then uh, I did... In fact, let me look. I got to look at something why I got to see if... Because I didn't go back far enough on my list. let see if there was anything else. Oh, so I also played Bonsai. So that's the, um, it's like you're building like a bonsai tree. Um, it's actually a really good game. You are, you got a pot and you're going to, you've got like wood tiles, leaf tiles, flower tiles, fruit tiles. And then there's ways to score and you can only place your tiles in connected to certain things. And then there's cards that you're flipping and you're taking a card and the card, some cards will let you take uh, multiple um other tiles and you got a limit on tiles and there's a limit to what you can play so that you you want to add cards that lets you play more like leaves or more wood during your turn or you there's other cards that you can grab that let you hold like you start out you can only have five tiles on on hold at a time but you can get these tools which allow you to hold seven or nine or eleven whatever at a time and then you can play a bunch at once Um, And there's helper cards and master cards and points, point cards that you can get that will give you bonus points at the end. But uh, it was a, a really fun game. Enjoyed playing that. And I think that's really it since our last episode. Um, unless I did, I, we did play what's that one. That's a a new trivia game that I got in a Kickstarter recently. Um, but outside of that, I did complete ticket to ride legends of the West, um, with my kids. Nice. Um, My two oldest are now back in school. Um, my daughter went back Friday and my son went back last night. He got there early this morning. So back to out to DC, but we did complete it. And I have some really mixed feelings about it. Now, this was the first, I would say, I guess, legacy game. I've done campaign games. Right. But this is the first legacy game that I have played. And
0: I think you went into it not fully realizing (laughs) what a legacy game is either, right?
1: Yeah, because I think we talked about this on the last show. So I won't go into that about destroying your game. <clears throat> but I'll I'll a, say a this. A lot of people so,
0: have issue with that, by the way.
1: <laughs> yes. Um I and I discovered I do have another legacy game that I didn't realize was a legacy game during my grabbing up of everything clank. <laughs> acquisition so, disorder. Yes, and a, well, acquisitions Literally. incorporated, actually. Yes. <laughs> Your is, acquisition um,
0: disorder of acquisitions incorporated.
1: So I have another game and I was watching some um game night, uh, last night I was watching them play and they were ripping their cards when they were done with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and one of them was just like, no, it was like, had such a hard time with it. And they kept telling her like, look away, look away. Cause <laughs> <As> they're <laughs> ripping up the cards. And I'm just like, Oh, I could probably, those I could just put off to the side. I don't need to shred the cards, but you're, you're going to add stickers to the map and the board and. And stuff like that. So I do have another one and my kids and I will go through it. We're going to, we're going to play it this summer when they come home from school where we will get through that one. Um, and I actually have two expansions for that as well. And, um, but we'll play it because I already have it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I would get another legacy style game. The it, So here's the thing. Did I enjoy the 12 campaign story driven campaign? Yes. It was really cool. It was neat. It was exciting that it's like we, I didn't even care like who won the game. Like it, it it was more of like every, cause every time you're playing there's something new was added and some things were like taken twist, out when kinda, certain things. Yeah. yeah, um, And the board got bigger. Um, There was new things to do, things that I have never seen in a Ticket to Ride game. And that whole thing was really fun. We really enjoyed it. It had some really cool stuff to it. And I did like that whole aspect of how it always was changing. But the game was very expensive. I paid $120 for this game maybe others can get it cheaper okay. i did buy it at a local local a very local mom and pop um and i know their so prices list are higher price. list I, I, price probably it's probably list price yeah i yeah. i didn't do like amazon or something um i really like these people and i like to support them and sure i've i've spent a lot of time gaming in their shop after hours <laughs> um but um so maybe I paid a little more, but still I probably didn't pay, even if it was someone else gets it for a hundred, you know, or even 80 bucks. Right. I have a problem when it's like destroying things and I won't say much, but I really struggled with that. And, you know, my thoughts were, Oh, it's a campaign. And I like, I'm thinking of like Zombicide, like there's a campaign, Deep Rock Galactic, there's a campaign you go through, they have missions, they lay it out. That's not what this was. And those are very different games. So I was very taken aback that they're basically going to, you are going to destroy parts of your game because you will never use them again because it's intended to go through this campaign one time. And I always thought, oh, kids and I can run through it and then I'll take it. I can take it to my game group and then get a group and we can run through it. Nope, you cannot. It even states that on their site and I think in the rule book. This is uh not in, this is not designed to be replayed this way. Um at the end though, you do have a board that is unique um because you basically designed it and there is an end game that can be replayed. But the majority of the cool factor won't be in the final version because that's all story stuff. Right. And so it's like, well, if I'm going to play ticket to ride, why would I pull this one out? I honestly think we'd pull rails and sales or the original game out as opposed to this one. So, that's where it's like i i don't know if it was worth it i i i have a hard time with this one because of the cost it was so expensive to now on the other hand my daughter made a comment of well we did play 12 games what other games do we own that we've played 12 times
0: that's and that's a
1: very valid point And if I look at it like, okay, well, I paid $120 and we paid, we played 12 games. It was only $10 a game. And some of those games were a couple hours long, you know, at the beginning, they're a lot shorter. Like your first game will probably be about 30 minutes. Okay. Um, But they do get longer as you go. Uh, At the end, they were about two hours. Um, And uh, so, I could look at it that way and say, well, we had a lot of fun. It was a neat experience. We break it down. We did play 12 times. So we only paid about $10 per time. That's not bad. You know? Right. Um, so on that aspect, it was really cool. It was it was unique. Um, but I, if someone asked me if it was worth the money, I would be very open what I'm saying right now. I would try to get it on sale. <laughs> Don't buy a used copy. (laughs) I will tell you that. Do not buy a used copy of this. Um, You might find these at the Goodwill or something or thrift stores or something. Uh, Don't because you, if it's been played it, you can't play it again. Um, So, you know, but if you can buy it uh, somewhere down the line on a, on a sale uh, it would probably be worth it if you could get a good, you know, price reduction, but if you have every other ticket to ride and you have one that you guys already enjoy, I don't see you probably playing it much after you do the campaign. So. Right. Right. I It's a toss up for me. It really is. Cause I know you're, you were saying it's not one and done, but I do feel like it's one and done. No, yes, we I, I can play it yeah. some more, but so, and I will say this, there was something that was, and I'm not going to say what it is, but at the very end there was something that was very cool to my kids and I that was one of those oh wow cool moments um, that and that's the thing with this game it's like there was a lot of really cool moments which made it super fun but it's like it's over (laughs) now it's just a ticket to ride game (laughs) yeah You know, so yeah, it's, uh, as long as people know that, um, I I thought that the going through it was, was well worth it and very fun. It's just, yeah, it's an experience. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, it would, if I had known that ahead of time, that would have probably helped me. I just didn't realize that's what it was. That's my stupidity and just buying crap and not knowing what it is. Oh, it's ticket to ride. It's it's, this is campaign. Look, cool. It'll be fun. We, you know, it wasn't what I thought it was. So,
0: and you know, we can always use the, the movie excuse of, you know, how much is it going to cost for you to take your whole family to a movie nowadays? (laughs) Right. With, well, it was cheaper
1: than going to a movie for two hours with all my family. Yeah, exactly. we (laughs) We got how many hours? So, and that's the thing. So for, for about the price of taking the family to the movies, um, I spent, we got, oh, that's not. Um, like that's at not least 10 hours, right?
0: At least 10 it hours. It
1: was, I want to say it was, I think we ended up at like 19 total or something.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so it was about 10 hours for eight plays. And then we added another four. Mm-hmm. Another four at about 2H, so another eight hours. So I think it was around, yeah, 18, 19 hours or something total. So, and that was my, including my little breakdown there when it wanted me to um, damage something. Yeah. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> which, which I say damage, <laughs> but it was, it was appropriate with the theme of the game. <laughs> so, so really, yeah. I mean, and if I break it out by hours, that's even cheaper. You know, it's gonna. There be... you go. So what a definitely... value! Yeah, it was definitely better than going to a movie. Hey, and, and the snacks at home were free because they were already there. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and we could say that once you're done, if if you have your mentality with the game, you can reclaim shelf space.
1: Oh, priceless. <laughs> That much money, it's not going to, it's not going, it's going to get, in fact, sitting on the floor here, I need to find a shelf to put it on. The problem is it's so freaking big. Yeah, it's a big box. Yep. So it'll, it'll get a spot. Okay. Nice. But anyways, that's what I've been playing. Okay. Awesome. Three hours later.
0: (laughs) Three hours later. So, um, you know, the title of the show is, you know, what, is, uh, or most anticipated of 2024. At least that's what it, I think it was, right? Yeah, most anticipated in 2024. And, um, how, how do you want to do this? You want to just, uh, flip flop with our list? And mine's in no particular order. I apparently don't Mine like is. to do things in particular orders. Really? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> 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 okay, fine. I will, uh, I'll I'll do mine in in order then. But mine's uh,
1: from my mine, I'm reading from bottom to top.
0: I got you. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, just uh let, let's go through the games uh that we're most anticipating um that'll be out hopefully this year. I mean, you never know stuff can push, right? Crazy <laughs> stuff happens that, in the world. It never happens. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, like one of mine, (laughs) one of mine's like two years late now, I think, or one year late at least, but um, you want want to start
1: off? Sure. So um, my first one that, uh, so I've got seven games that I'm looking forward to, and my first one, several of these, like four of these are, I've got kickstarted, three of them are are not that I have, I'm, but I'm looking forward to when they come out. So this first one, it's uh Kickstarter right now. It's called flight plan. Um, and this looked interesting. It's, it's, let's see. Um, they, I don't, how do I'm looking for like, how do I explain what this is? But you're, you're doing, um, it's like a world map. Think of ticket to ride. Right. Um, but it almost feels kind of like a ticket to ride game, but with the airlines. Um, so it's a game for travel enthusiasts, airline aficionados and aspiring moguls, right? So you are gonna, gonna fly to exotic and place in, in intriguing places while attempting to build a global airline empire. There you go. So instead of a train empire, I'm going to now take it to the skies, um, and, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I, you know, there's a whole bunch of routes. It's two to six players, ages 12 and up, uh, games should be 60 to 90 minutes. So it seems like a really good, kind of a, not really long, but not too short. So, um, the, to me, this really felt like ticket to ride, but with airplanes and I like aviation. Um, so this is really at my wheelhouse wheelhouse, and, um, I'm looking forward to this one, hopefully making it out next year
0: very nice my uh my game is a message from the stars, so this is like my number seven and uh this is I'm sort of surprised that i that I chose this in some ways because. It's actually like kind of a funky word game, if that makes sense. So um what's a good way to describe it? So it's basically a word game where you're humans communicating with aliens. That's kind of like the best way I can describe it. So you know, it can be done in a couple of different ways, cooperative, for example. And um, you know, it's just basically transmitting and decoding messages from one side to another. And my first instinct on word games is kind of like, yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> I'd rather do something else. But uh this was just interesting enough and it intrigued me that uh I thought I'd give it a chance. So uh It's gonna be one that I'm definitely getting. I I did kickstart it, and I'm 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 kind of looking forward to it. Um, You know, because there's been only a there's been only a small handful of you know like logic deduction word games um, that I've ever really like had interest in, and and this is one of them. So uh, that's a message from the stars.
1: Cool. For me, my number six is Dog Park New Tricks Expansion. So I <laughs> I got into dog park because of the dog on the cover.
0: <laughs> yep. It's such I a remember that. It, it's
1: yep. yep. It looks to, he looks very, very close to my Australian Shepherd. And he's so cute. I'm like, oh, and by the way, today's like National Australian Shepherd Day. So woohoo! So shout out to my boy Raf. Um but, uh, so this is an expansion coming to, it. it's going to add a fifth player. Um, there's going to be more places in the in the park to go. Um, they're going to have, uh, obviously more dogs, which is crazy because the original game, there are so many dog cards in the game. It's insane. Um, it, it is just, I should look it up and see how many it is. It's, it's crazy. So many cards. Um, and you don't even play with that many, like, <laughs> But you're always gonna have different dogs as you just keep shuffling through the list, but they're gonna put more in. Um, more places in the park to explore. Um, you can even hire a specialist trainer to help you expand your enterprise. Um, you're you're gonna obviously, you can still you know learn skills and stuff like that. But the um, this also adds, oh, I said the fifth player it can be played with or without the new trick. So it does. It's nice that it does add a fifth player to the base game. So that's good because I haven't got to, I think I've played this once in my game group, but our game group, the other day we had 13 people show up and it's just like, it's really hard if everyone's bringing four player games. So we're trying to try to do six player games because usually we, we go between eight to 12 normally. So we're always trying to get two tables of six. So, getting an extra player in a game like this that I want to play more of is good. Um, but it also says that, um, it includes, um, Oh, a 29 card expansion pack dogs of the world. So, um, so again, more dogs, (laughs) it's going to have a crap ton of dogs in this game. So I don't know where I'm going to put everything, but yeah, that's, that's,
0: that's a normal problem.
1: uh, Yeah. My Cascadia, it, I, w- I was able to, I had to take the insert out of the box and then I was able to put everything from the base game and the expansion into a single box, but it filled it, but I had to take the, the insert out. So, cause okay. it's like, I'm not going to carry both boxes cause they're the same size. Both boxes are identical size and it's just like, okay. But that's my number six.
0: Okay. My number six is a game called Skyrise. This is the game that I alluded to that <laughs> that has been delayed. Because um, I think I backed this one about 18 months ago at least, two years ago, something like that. And um, it's had some production delays. You know, not uncommon, I guess, for some uh, Kickstarters. But uh, it's going to be coming out here pretty soon, and uh, this is a game that has like some pretty cool-looking table presents, um, where it's got a lot of plastic components to it, including like parts of the board um, kind of like stick up above it, and then you put these buildings on top of it, and then some of them you actually flip. Um, you know, at at parts of the game, that you like flip them upside down, so it's it's kind of like oh, wow. this funky. I, I don't know what you call it. like. It reminds me of like the video game um, Bioshock kind of. Bioshock Infinite. Infinite, yeah. yeah. You know, it's got like the blimps, dirigibles, whatever you want to call them, and and stuff. And it, it, like I said, it's got some pretty cool table presents. And lots of plastic, which cause <laughs> caused the delay, <laughs> but uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, they are wrapping up production, so you know hopefully it's going to be uh, in my hot little hands uh, in the next couple months, and hopefully it doesn't push into 2025. It does not look like it's going to, but uh, Skyrise is, uh, is That
1: looks my jam. interesting. I'm looking yeah. at the uh yeah, images now. Very interesting. Cool.
0: Yeah, and All I right. I wound up getting the um the collector's edition. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, cuz that's the one that has the uh you know the the really cool like did you see the pictures of like the of like the platforms sort of on the board where it's like raised up above and they like interlock and then like tons of buildings. Yeah. It's like very like art deco kind of stuff and yeah, looking forward to it.
1: All right. Uh, Number five for me um, is bang legends. Um, We, we, our game group loves bang the bullet And this is, um, basically an, it's an expansion, but it lets you play as legendary version of the classic bang characters. So it looks like there, you, you actually swap out the 16 characters in the base game with these legendary versions. Um, and it comes with some feats and wooden fame tokens and, and stuff. So it's going to, um. Change the game, I guess, with some enhanced abilities and stuff. So I'm I'm definitely going to get this and uh, bring this to game night when it arrives because uh, Bang is so much fun. Hopefully this will be a good expansion. Some of the expansions um, have not been that great, but uh, I'm going to get it anyways because I own it all. <laughs> I do love me some Bang. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh- My next one is a game with the simple name of PAX Illuminaten. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, another game in the PAX series of games, which, um, man, it started off with, I think it was the first one, PAX. uh, Porphyriana. It was like this huge game in this tiny little box. This box was literally like four inches by four inches, and then maybe like an inch and a half tall, maybe two inches. But it had like a killer <laughs> rule book. By no means was it like I'll say a simple game, but uh, but it it's like everybody that played it freaking loved it. And then it was followed up by. Pax Renaissance, Pax Premier. Uh they all came out with like a couple of uh like second gener- like second release reprint versions. And I wonder if Greenland, I don't know, I don't think Greenland was part of it. Because that's it would be Pax Greenland if it was. I'm looking I'm looking at the list here. Yeah, Pax Viking, Pax Transhumanity, Pax Renaissance, Pax Profiliana. Pax Premier, Pax Illuminaten, which is the current one. Oh, there's going to be Pax Hispanica and uh, Pax Emancipation was out in 2018. But anyway, so, yeah, that's, that's a whole bunch of games that are part of the series. But uh, they are very, like, dry games, I'll, I'll say that, but uh, very historical. And um, uh, I, I just like the PAX series a lot and it's as soon as there's a new game with uh PAX in the name, I immediately go see if it's part of the series. <laughs> and if it is, I'm immediately intrigued by it. So my number five is Pax Illuminaton, which is uh due this year.
1: Cool. Number four for me is Dorf Romantic the Duel. Um this is it's uh it's not Um, it's not an expansion, but you can, I think it's basically, they call it like a companion. Um, it's the game is allows your two players or two teams to compete. Um, and if you have two copies of the game, four people can, can play. So it takes Dorf Romantic, which is a cooperative game and turns it into make it a competitive turns. It makes it a competition. But I believe um the they say that the basic principles retained, but now yeah, you, you both sides are continuing to expand their own landscapes. Um, so you're you're gonna basically have two maps or boards that you're building. But I believe that I thought this maybe this is, yeah, I don't I don't think it merges with the original game. It is just a separate game. Um, all, uh, a game all of itself, so you don't need the original or anything. I don't believe. <laughs> okay. Everything I'm seeing on the pictures is all in, uh, um, what do you call it, in German. Because it's not, not out on the stage yet. Okay. But Dorf Romantic is such a great, great, fun title.
0: And the video game's pretty decent, too.
1: Oh, did you, you ch- play
0: you the video check game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got it. I, I'm pretty sure I talked about it. Yeah, you might want to check it out. It's on Steam. That's yeah. actually not that expensive. It's cheaper than the board game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what the board game is worth it. Um, yeah. So it just says for fans of Dorf Romantic, the game comes with seven tiles of the new... Task types and four new special tiles, including components necessary to take on these new challenges get cooperative play so i don't I don't know for sure if if it's like the base games required or not I'm trying to find this out i i I think it's a separate game is the way I understand it um, I don't see anything oh here's an English version it's based on the original game so no this is a separate completely separate it just basically makes the game um competitive uh yeah in team play so i'm definitely going to grab this when it shows up <laughs> our our team our game group loves this game
0: understandably so <laughs> Okay, um, my next one is, my number four, is Through the Desert. This is a reprint of an old game by Reiner Kinesia. I don't even know how old it is now. Maybe like 15, 20 20 years, years. if not older. But uh, it's a new and improved version coming out this year. Uh, I think All Play is the one that's... uh, Yeah, All Play is the one that's uh reprinting it. And uh looks much improved. Through the desert is um just basically you're building camel caravans through the desert. That's the name. And uh, you know, you're leading your camels to water and oasises and stuff. Um the components are vastly better uh than the original um it just looks cool like you got your little camel <laughs> your little camel figures then some camels have like dudes sitting on them and uh it's just classic gameplay and uh when you first look at the board it's just like a bunch of hexes on a desert <laughs> you know i immediately think of of uh, kingdom builder where when you look at the board you're like i am not impressed <laughs> but uh but the gameplay's fun and This is one that, uh, you know, even though I've got the original, the OG game, it's like I have no problem getting the new updated version. And I think this updated version comes with, like, four additional expansions or something like that. So there's there's a bunch of new content in there as well, in addition to, um, um, you know, just getting, like, the redone game. So uh, that is my number
1: four, Through the Desert. All right, um, I'm gonna pass on my number three.
0: Go ahead, because talking, okay, all right, okay.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna pass on it for now. So I'll see so someone at later.
0: My number three comes up later in this list, <laughs> and we'll talk about <laughs> it then.
1: I'll explain it. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: so uh, then uh, my number three is um a game that I was actually pleasantly surprised i guess is uh one way to put it uh to find out that it came out that it's coming out not that it came out but uh, it's uh called new frontiers the starry rift and um let me see when if the, if i have any um Better info if this is going to be coming out like earlier rather than later. That doesn't say. But so uh, New Frontiers is a really awesome game. So actually, let me take a step back. So there's this game called Race for the Galaxy. That's a really cool card game. And uh, they took that core mechanic of that game it's an old game i don't really know i don't think it's as popular anymore as it used to be but uh about five six years ago they came out with new frontiers which is in the race for the galaxy universe and uh they basically kind of like one-upped the gameplay and um you know, just like added a whole bunch of stuff to it. <laughs> what an ex, what a great description, <laughs> isn't it? But you have uh, so drawn me in. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it took a card game and it made it basically into a board game. And, uh, it was like really well done. And, um, what I was going to say was, is that there hasn't been any real content for this game that's been out in a while at least that i've noticed so you know to see that uh they're adding this uh starry rift we'll call it like add-on expansion to the game uh is is a pleasant surprise so uh it's going to add 16 home worlds 10 developments 13 worlds and eight goals to expand the base game and uh also six solo campaigns so that's like the main thing that i'm kind of interested in um i don't know how much i'm going to be able to get this into uh, you know like uh to be able to play it with other people but um you know i'm i'm really looking forward to uh to checking this out as an add-on. and, and i believe this was supposed to be coming out for a couple of years and then the pandemic kind of pandemic it. So um, yeah, release finally in 2024, uh, maybe like at least three plus years late and uh, looking forward to it.
1: Cool. All right. Next on my list at number two is Dice Throne X-Men Marvel missions, co-op and Deadpool. The whole shebang, uh, this is a Kickstarter. I absolutely love Dice Throne, and this is, is it was tough to, between this one and my number one, really tough as to which one I'm more, more excited by. Um, this actually probably should be in my number one, to be honest with you. Um, I will probably get to play this one more often, but I'm really looking forward to more Dice Throne with X-Men characters. And then I've, I ordered the uh, mission pack, which is or there it's like um the original dice throne has their adventures. So it's like a cooperative campaign that you can go through with people together playing dice throne. um And the missions is instead of it being like, it it's the same concept, but it's completely revamped. It's not, um, you're it, it's going to, it's just designed differently than what the, uh, you know, the the previous adventures was. And then I also get the additional character of Deadpool. So I've got like nine new characters coming and I'm just super stoked and excited for that. That's going to be a big box when it arrives. And uh, I'm just cannot wait (laughs) to get this in my hands. So very, very excited by this.
0: Okay. And my number two, which appeared earlier on your list (laughs) is Thunder Road Vendetta, the carnival of
1: chaos. I
0: I, I didn't want to
1: say, yeah, I didn't want to say it because I kind of, I wasn't even aware of this until you sent me the link when we were getting ready to go live. And I was like, Oh heck yeah. (laughs) So that immediately went to number three on my list. (laughs) Yeah. But I was like, It almost isn't fair. Rob needs to announce this because it was you, 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 you told me about it. So, Mm -hmm. but this is my number three, but yes. Tell us more, Rob.
0: So this is um, an expansion add on to Thunder Road Vendetta. um, Where it's going to be adding, where's the list here? Uh, A new way to play, which I'm really interested in. So, I'm really wondering how they're going to mix things up a little bit, right? Because the regular gameplay of Vendetta is actually pretty good. So I'm guessing that they're streamlining something or just making it a little bit a little bit more interesting. And they're going to add a fifth-player uh, set of vehicles. So, you know, what does that mean? Like one extra helicopter and three extra cars, which I would think would be an easy thing to add. But, you know, they got to add a new color, right? Yep. Well, actually, no, then they have to add the boards. Yeah, so, okay, so it's a little bit more than just some plastic. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, in addition to this, uh, they're going to do the uh, Maximum Chrome Edition. I believe that's what it was called, right? That's the one that you got? Yeah, so that one has like a ton of add ons and stuff like that. So that's going to be coming out at the same time. So I think it's, this is going to, yeah, it's going to be a Kickstarter um, coming up here sometime soon and uh, you'll be able to grab the maximum Chrome edition. If you missed that uh, earlier this year. So that is my number two. Um, Thunder road Vendetta carnival
1: of chaos. All right. And then um, my number one (laughs) is actually. um, An expansion. (laughs) So. Um, and it's a Deep Rock Galactic Space Rig and Biome expansions. Um, I I absolutely love the Deep Rock Galactic. I I play the video game, I was playing it earlier today. Um, I've put I just I love the video game, I love the board game. I was thinking today, it's like I I actually went and bought some stuff. Um, I went and got different paint sets and some primer, and I'm gonna start painting this i'm going to start painting my minis and this is i really want to do the paint these guys but i'm also going to sit start sitting down i think even if i just have to run through this by myself uh, i'll just play two characters and i want to run through the like the campaigns and get into this more than i have been able to so far so um i i really love deep rock i think they translated the game to to the table just incredibly well you know, I remember when I heard about this, I was like, how did they do that? Like, like you couldn't like I I, it's still like I'm, yeah. I'm there, even though they've proven it with the first game, this expansion, they're going off of things from the video game. And I'm like, how are we going to do that? You know, there's I'm like, how are we going to put this in the game? It's just I but they have done an amazing job in the original game. And I am so stoked for some rock and stone for rock
0: and stone um, to the bone.
1: You know it. So I that's my number one. Again, this is tough between this and the dice throne. I, I could have put either one of these in the same spot. I mean, really, these guys are both my number ones, but um I I just have such a, a passion for this game that you introduced me to the video game. Um that it's just yeah, I'm really excited to get more of this great in the just this great game. I want more. So
0: nice. Yeah. And a fantastic game, both video and board, by the way.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. And, and my number one is going to undaunted 2200 Callisto. For some reason I want to say Callisto protocol, but uh, that's like a video game, but Yeah. uh, yeah. Undaunted 2200 Callisto and this is it's not really in the series but kind of it is so undaunted had a couple of games it's it's like a card board war game sort of and it had normandy and then there was an africa one i don't remember the name it's escaping me right now escaping me right now but they've uh
1: They've, North Africa.
0: Was that the name? <laughs> okay. Undaunted
1: uh, look, North Africa. <laughs>
0: okay. Yes, that's it. And, uh, so th- they came out with those and those, you can, they're kind of along the same lines, right? They're world war two. So they broke out of the world war two mode and they didn't do like your typical video game franchise where it's like you break out of world war two and then you just go to Vietnam. <laughs> that's the next one. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, they, uh, they went all sci-fi on us. So this is a standalone game, um, using the same goodness of the undaunted series. Um, and they really looking forward to this. Yeah. So it's like you're, you're playing on a lunar surface and, you know, just dealing with high ground positions and there's going to have some mechs and, it it, sh- it should be pretty interesting and uh great game actually the the previous games were great and i'm hoping that this follows suit and it's just not like you know a reskin of sorts where you know the foot soldier is now a mech right and <laughs> you know this vehicle is now a lunar rover I, I hope they didn't do something like that and it's actually um gonna be some cool sci-fi stuff and there's also some solo modes in here which i'm kind of interested in as well so my number one undaunted 2200 callisto that's it right
1: that's it until we know more of what's coming out
0: (laughs) yeah and you know we'll keep our fingers crossed that these all come out here in the next 12 months or so because well like, even if they don't, there's tons of stuff to play <laughs> anyway, it's not like we're gonna be uh out of games, but uh you know i'd I'd really I'm really curious, and maybe we could do this uh you know towards the end of the year where it's like i'm I'm really curious to see if our most anticipated games wind up on our best of twenty twenty four lists. Time will tell you'll have to tune in,
1: yeah, we'll have to see
0: tune in in 11 and a half months and we'll we'll find out i'm curious to know hopefully our listeners are too
1: i'm surprised you didn't mention and maybe you were joking earlier but i thought you were serious about worm span no <laughs> you don't want the wingspan dragon version of wingspan
0: no i'm okay oh it's not about worms
1: <laughs> it's about dragons yeah no so yeah.
0: not not excited about it I, I you know stonemaier games are okay i'm i've moved on from them
1: <laughs> yeah yeah righty well if you love wingspan yeah and but wish that you could play with dragons then um worm span w y r m span is coming out from Stonemeyer games um And um, yeah, it's um, basically the dragon version of uh, Wingspan. So they do say that's got thematic and mechanical twists, hatchling, cave guards, guilds, dragon personalities, and more differentiates it from Wingspan. But it's essentially kind of like the same style of game. So, and I believe the person that, created Wingspan is involved in this as well. So it's not like they're stealing anything. I Yeah. So
0: and when I, I don't said know. we'll see. Yeah. When I said I moved on from I mean I like Scythe and Viticulture and stuff like that, but it's like, yeah, the the latest stuff I just haven't had any interest in it.
1: I like Wingspan. Yeah. And I've got so.
0: Charterstone. It's in my shelf of shame. It's like the last couple of games that I bought from them, I'm like, yeah. So I'm I'm hesitant to get them. Yeah. So, all right. So um, call it an episode there.
1: Sounds good. Four in the
0: can. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, catch you all in two weeks um, on the next exciting episode of this board game life. I am Rob, and uh, catch you all next time.
1: Uh, Mark, we'll see you at the table.